that's what it is. That's what the origin story. We make we make an, a movie about the C-suite executives at Exxon and paint them as good guys during the oil spill. <laughs> Talk sauce. Talk sauce. Bo and Jack are just a couple dudes recapping life. Talk sauce. Talk sauce. Talk sauce. Yo, what's up? What's up? What's up, everybody? We're back again. It's Talk Sauce, the podcast for Talk Sauce. By Talk Sauce. <laughs> oh, that was pretty little, cool, right? You put a little flair on it that time. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, it was like it was like I was being sampled. I hear I say like a lot, so now I'm hearing it. <laughs> <laughs> I was aware of it, but Jack yeah. gave me feedback right before the podcast from two listeners who said Bo says likes a lot. And two, I say like. Well, now they know too. Now they're going to feel <laughs> singled out. <laughs> oh, big time. That's what I'm going for. <laughs> I should have told you not to say anything about it, but here we are. <laughs> it's too late now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fair feedback though. I mean, well, I actually noticed it. I think I noticed it more with myself too when we were originally doing the podcast and I was just listening to it. And mm-hmm. you don't usually hear yourself talking or just yeah. like, having general conversations and you kind of i kind of noticed some of those tendencies but i think just because people notice things more with themselves um than other people you know that's i picked it up more on me but i noticed it for both of us we're both just you know kind of rambling on and shit we just both be out here talking yeah we both be out here (laughs) we try and keep it real and raw for the for the listeners but yeah i mean we're the podcast for talk sauce by talk sauce we got to keep it real all the time (laughs) it's true one thing though (laughs) And we talked about this before is how different your recorded voice sounds than the way that you hear it. Do you think your recorded voice, because I've wondered this too, is your recorded voice the more accurate version of your voice I and would, then you put like I a filter through how so. you hear it? Most likely. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's just a little surprising. You're like, oh, this is how I sound. What's, I don't understand what's different about it though, because you can still like, Pitches sound the same and stuff. You know, people can still sing and match the pitches to a song and they they mm-hmm. hear it the same as their voice sounds. Yeah. But then if you hear yourself talk or you hear yourself sing, you're like, oh, my God, what the hell? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you, the brain is protecting you from <laughs> by changing how your voice sounds. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Do you think anyone likes the sound of the recorded voice more than their regular voice or the voice that they hear? I don't know. I used to hate hearing the recorded sounding of yeah. my voice. I like when I first started doing stand up and stuff, I couldn't and like listening back to my sets was a fucking nightmare. But yeah. then you you get kind of used to it, you know, and I'm sure you have too from Yeah, that's how it was for like, me. The first few that we did, I was like, it's oh like, my god, this it's is a, I it's hate a everything. Like <laughs> yeah. you you really got to like yeah. put, put yourself through it. Dude, and exactly. then afterwards you're like, "Oh, it's not that bad." Yeah, <laughs> I just sound like an idiot. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I just sound, I just sound dumb. <laughs> yeah. You just come to terms with it. I don't know if it's necessarily <laughs> being more you know, feeling better about it. It's just coming to terms with how weird it sounds. Yeah, I guess you just adjust to it. You're like, this is how I sound, you know? And then <laughs> the more you listen to it, the more you're like, it's not that bad, you know? Yeah. I think it's just a little surprising at first. You're like, you know, you're like, this is weird. This is how other people hear me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. So we're back. It's been a couple weeks. It, it yeah, feels we took, good. We took last week off. I'll, I'll, 
say what happened real quick. I, I've told probably most of the people what happened, but the day Jack and I were going to record last Monday, I think it was, my dog died. Like my parents put down my dog and they messaged me earlier or they told me Sunday they were going to do it. And then there was an appointment they had to put the dog down around the time we usually record. So I called Jack that day and I was like, dude, I don't think I can do this today, <laughs> which it would have been a very sad episode. I mean, it would have it been a real episode. You know, we we keep it 100 for sure. So it would have been legit. But yeah, but maybe too legit for our, for our <laughs> audience. A eulogy to a dog. But yeah, it was it was a sad day. So we took last week off. Yeah. But now we're back. That sucks. That sucks. But I don't know. I think I, I feel a little fresher now. You know, it's it's kind of nice to have some time off. But because that was definitely the most consistent we've been with putting out the podcast since we've been doing since it. we I started mean, doing the pod. For sure. yeah, it was definitely a large part the fact that we're on Spotify now and we wanted to just, you know, put stuff out regularly mm-hmm. since we have new people listening. But um yeah, it's, uh, it's been cool. Yeah, I I got um I got two things real quick. Um okay. one, so Jack's coming to New York on Friday and we're going out to eat at a restaurant and I texted a food buddy of mine. I was like, hey, you ever been to this restaurant? And he just <laughs> texted me back and he's like and he goes, yeah, it's super hard to get a resi. I want to go so bad. Nice. <laughs> and we're it going. It's not that hard. They That's, made it. I, I know they for a lot of a few days. <laughs> <laughs> also, the other thing, Dune. Yes. It, so <laughs> it's ha- It happened. It's here. For those of you who don't know, Dune got announced, what, a few years ago at this probably point. like three years ago i'd imagine but yeah so there was a ton of hype and it was supposed to come out last october right last october or last december somewhere in that i think range. yeah and we a few of us like Bo, me and, and a couple other friends had seen the trailers and gotten kind of hype or just not even the trailers just the initial we like, just read about the movie and, stuff and, we and read like, about the movie and then we all decided to read the book um, so we had like a book club basically, and it's, this set- was like peak COVID too. So we were like, we have time to read 600 page book for sure. Yeah. So we read the whole thing and then the movie gets delayed an entire year. <laughs> so we were just <laughs> the anticipation. I've never had such anticipation for a movie. I don't know if you have. No. Um, the only, I think this one was higher. The only one that was comparable was the force awakens. I was literally about to say that That's the first the only Star other- Wars that came out, but that was honestly it was that i liked it a lot i liked it too but i think the taste in my mouth about just star wars in general has been really soured because of all the shit that disney's done last jedi no not last Jedi. i love last jedi sorry rise of skywalker rise of skywalker kind of ruined it for me yeah i just feel like they also just put out too much stuff it's like what they're doing with marvel now it's like there's so much of it that yeah, i can't give a shit anymore. yeah it's just they're like oh we can make a hundred million dollars every time we do this <laughs> let's yeah let's so just they churn just them out keep, baby it's like we're being force fed it's like here's your movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, like we're being becoming raw <laughs> you know it's like we're a duck in france and people want to eat our livers full of marvel movies you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah at least It'd be better to be Kobe Beef. Just get get some nice massages before your impending doom. Kobe Beef is Dune. 
you know? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Because we're still feeding the machine yeah. of billion-dollar movie production companies, but it's also like, hey, you've been waiting for this. Isn't this nice? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're yeah. massaging our brains with the With regular, the spice, with the melange. Book, the spice, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Dune was super good. I loved it. I Bo, freaked out. Bo has seen it three times already. <laughs> Keep in mind, it, today is Tuesday. It and it came, came out, out on Friday. Friday. <laughs> I've watched it every other day since it's been. <laughs> uh, so I saw it Friday night in IMAX. I saw it Sunday in a regular movie theater, just an afternoon movie before I did my other shit that day. And then today, my roommate Hunter and I both had really slow days at work and we both work from home and it's on HBO Max. So we just thought, hey, want to watch Dune? We're both like, yeah. <laughs> he texted me at one o'clock today and was like, I'm watching Dune. And I was like, dude, aren't you working? <laughs> it was real. It was, it was like particularly slow today. Like there was like nothing going on. So we were like, it, we, I was like messaging with my coworkers. We were like, yeah, we don't have much to do today. So I didn't like feel like I was just slacking. It was like there was nothing to do. <laughs> were they watching Dune also? I wish. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think anyone else at your job has an alter ego? Um, maybe not as strong as the <laughs> will to William to bow alter ego through which I exist in corporate America. <laughs> I have I I answer to three names at my job. Some people call me Will, some people call me William, and some people call me Bo. That's pretty crazy. That's it, it, that's at least one too many names, potentially two too many <laughs> names. <laughs> well, I feel like, like two names is pushing it. <laughs> my immediate coworkers, like the people that I interact with the most, like on my team and stuff, they know I'm Bo and yeah. they call me Bo. And then they're like, then there's the people that like I kind of work with who only see my email and stuff. And my email is William Ballou. So, you so they, they just call me William. And then I have like my Slack set up or or some one of our customer service things that i respond to people and some account managers and stuff see it i have it set to will so the people like who operate the accounts that i do customer service for don't see that my name is bo and like look me up and see Uh, the podcast and stuff so i just set that to will real quick and then sometimes some of my coworkers who are on certain tickets and stuff refer to me as will but it's mostly william or bo but nice. a few people call me Will. So it's pretty cool. I have three names. Three <laughs> we should come up with one more. Well, there's Buffalo Bow. Buffalo Bow, Colorado. <laughs> Buffalo Bow's a monster. <laughs> Colorado Shred. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I could go by Billy. Can you imagine if I started going by Billy? That would be awesome. Or just Billy, Billy would be cool. No. Billy only. It's Billy. I skip Bill. What context would you be Billy? Um, Recreational sports leagues. Yeah, I was also thinking if you're ever fishing or wearing camo. I feel like Bo works for that, though. That's actually true. It might work better. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Bo works for both of those. I true, think Bo's very like, I think Billy would be like if I'm in an adult softball league. True. You know? Yeah, Bo is more of an outdoor because billy i would think is like an outdoorsy type name but Bo sounds more outdoorsy than billy. billy's athletic billy's into like yeah sports billy he's like living too far in the 
he's just kind of stuck in the past. You're reliving the glory days of, of <laughs> when you were a big shot on the varsity I play team. flag football and I wear my Letterman jacket. Every <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've just got like a tattered state championship 2013 you know, shirt that you wear. <laughs> in high school, I almost lettered in bus riding. That's a thing? That was a thing. Yeah, that was a thing in South. Like you could get a Letterman jacket and bus riding. And wow. I wanted... If you rode the bus all four years, <laughs> that was it. That's all you had to do. All was just, wait in high, but you drive in high school. Yeah, but you can still get a bus pass. You know, they don't check to see if you actually ride the bus. They just give it to people. <laughs> That'd be sick. No, I wanted to. Um, I got a bus pass the first three years of high school, and then our senior year, if you lived within a certain radius of the high school, or maybe it was outside of a certain radius. I can't remember exactly what it was. They charged you like per semester to ride the bus. Mm. and then my parents were like we're not paying for i actually seem to remember that because i also rode the bus but i stopped once i could drive but But i didn't know if i knew that lettering was an option i might have set aside some disposable income (laughs) because i I got 75 percent of the way there baby i would have had a letterman jacket for bus riding we should write the school maybe you could you could uh get one they could use some good press you know what we should do if south like ever needs money for like fundraising for something you know how like a lot of places you could like buy a brick with your name on it yeah we should buy we should buy a talk sauce brick talk sauce boys Bo and jack put it right in front of the senior high or something That'd be so awesome. whenever whenever people walk into school with the instagram handle on it oh yeah or that we, would be, we should do Gorilla advertising techniques. Just like in South Lake. We paint parking spots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the senior year kids. I can get my brother to do it. <laughs> we'll give him 50 bucks. <laughs> yeah. We'll pay for the... Uh, I don't know if we can cover the whole parking spot, but we'll pay for the paint. Yeah, we'll pay for the paint and we'll give him a shout out on the podcast. I feel like that's yeah. a good deal. We should bleep <laughs> out this whole section so he doesn't get a shout out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he has to, but he knows he has to work for one now. Yeah, He knows exactly. we're just not going to give out a shout out willy nilly. Yeah, we don't do that anymore. We used to, but since we eclipsed 20 listeners, we we had to pull it back a little bit. Yeah, plus I think there was an episode where we gave Kelly two or three shout outs in one episode and it's like okay these are worth nothing now (laughs) yeah they're meaningless (laughs) they need to be worth something they lose value yeah we need more um we need just lower supply higher demand you know like insulin or spice yeah or spice (laughs) anyway okay we came full circle back to (laughs) i loved it it was so good it. it was so good everyone i've talked to who who for sure has read the book, loved it, and even people who didn't read the book seem to really like so it. So that was my – and I don't want to spoil anything for people who haven't seen it, but that was a, my concern a little bit was people who haven't seen it, it's pretty out there. I've uh, listened so, to a lot of – Or haven't I've, read the book, rather. I've listened to a lot of podcasts of people who watched the movie without having read the book, and they all said they didn't have trouble following it. I think it does a good job of explaining the world and stuff. You know, I, think I don't so feel too. like there it. were a couple things we can talk after that it didn't sure. do um, that I thought was a little bit strange, but um, we can talk about it after. A listener who I don't just want to throw a shout out to willy nilly messaged me because, you know, these got to be worth something now. Yeah. Said they saw the movie yesterday and bought the book like immediately Dude, after. Too- so I was talking to my mom on the phone today and she said, Two of my little brothers wanted to read the book now. 
but they're one of them's literally 12 and i was like i mean he could yeah he should but it's a pretty dense read you it know? might be tough for a 12 yeah for a 12 that's what i was saying but i think he still wants to do it i was just trying to uh you know set expectations for it because i actually had two siblings who started it and didn't finish it who that's I'm not going to, I can't say. Well, negative shout outs. That's pretty cool. No, 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 Off pod, baby. <laughs> yeah. Off pod, I'm going to go. Off pod, and I'm going to talk, talk about, I'm going to talk about other reasons why I don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> they know who they are. Yeah, we don't. Exactly. <laughs> no, you do. <laughs> we do. They don't. Some people do. Oh, gotcha. I don't know. I'm confusing myself, but uh, yeah, I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> we're all confused. But anyway, yeah, you got to go see the movie if you haven't seen it yet. Um, preferably in IMAX too. Yes. That was crazy as fuck. Yeah. I, so Alex needs to see it. There's a shout out for you. Um, Redact it. Uh, Hey, Jamie, uh, highlight this minute. We need to, we're going to, we cut that highlight. Yeah. Should, (laughs) should I beep that? I wonder if I could, if I could figure it out. If if we have a timestamp, I'll do it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, But anyway, she hasn't had a chance to see it yet and she really wants to watch it, but, she was thinking about watching it like on HBO, but do you think it, the move would be to wait and see it in the theater? If the absolute only way you could see it was to watch it on HBO max, I would say watch it on HBO max, but if you can see it in a theater, yeah, it's just, that was such like a visceral experience, you know, like seeing it in the theater. It was, it was so insane, you know? Yeah. It was um, crazy. So uh, if you can see it in a theater, like that movie, was made to be seen in a movie theater. But if the only way you could see it is at home, watch it. Cause it's still really fucking good at home too. Yeah, I agree. I think I'm going to watch it again at some point. You should. Um, yeah, dude, you pick up on stuff and stuff. Yeah. You, me and Kelly, uh, highlight to her day. Yeah, shout out. out too. <laughs> um, we're just going to have beeps all throughout. The- Kelly and I have seen it multiple times. Kelly, another listener of the pod. Um, yeah, so you need to hop in there and see it more. Yeah, I will. You know what I did watch recently? I don't know if you've seen was Squid Games. Did you watch that? Not yet. That's worth a watch. I I've heard say. it's really good. It's really good. I was because I knew I would be into it and people were telling me to watch it. I'm not going to say any names trying to save us editing work for I later. Th- I but... think I know who <laughs> <laughs> really mentioned already on pod. Yeah, but we mentioned like four people. <laughs> I only know one person for who for sure has watched it besides you now. Yeah, Kelly. It's not Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> but it, anyway, no, Kelly actually told me he watched it in the English dub. And he was like, it was the worst dub I've ever seen. I heard so the he, dub is horrific. Yeah, well, that's kind of how it is for live action stuff. Like for anime, it's there's a, easy to dub a conversation to be had about whether or not you should use dub. There's a very strong fan base that will attack me for saying that, you know, but mm-hmm. how do I you, think you watch the dub on anime, right? I go back and forth. See, the thing is for me is a lot of times when I'm watching TV, I'm like doing other things, you know, like I'll be picking up around my house or like cooking, you know, sometimes <laughs> I'll be watching TV to not watch TV. Well, I don't know. It's just, I can watch TV and like make a sandwich. At the no, same I time, got, you, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, so that's when, you know, if I'm not like fully zoned in, sometimes I prefer the dub, but I do agree that the sub, you know, generally the voice actors are better and stuff. So for sure, like, and, and, and for instance, like Attack on Titan, I thought 
I watched it in dub for the first episode because that's how you and Kelly watched it. And I found the voice acting like annoying. And then I watched yeah. and then I watched the subtitled one, which is how Alex watched it. And I much preferred those voice actors. Yeah, I did probably half and half. And I, I prefer the. Sorry, I burped. I mean, nice. Muted myself wait, 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 mute yourself for that. <laughs> that, was, that was smooth. Yeah. We're getting good at this podcast thing. We know how to mute to burp. <laughs> yeah, we need to mute whenever we say someone's name now. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's yeah, smart. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's good thinking. Yeah, we can't just keep giving out these shout outs. Yeah, God damn it, dude. <laughs> running low on shout outs. That's my livelihood. That's the name of the yeah. episode, running, running low on shout outs. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah, I watched it half and half about dub and sub, and I definitely preferred sub. But anyway... With Squid Games, I um, I knew I was going to like it because I first of all, there's like a lot of Korean movies that are just so good and like twisted. Mm-hmm. And that whole kind of genre sort of exists of like show like torture shows and stuff um, where like too. where. Yeah, people will be like playing a game. and They'll get killed. Yeah, exactly. Like Batsu, which is, mm-hmm. you know, the worst of them all. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't Google that if I were you people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But anyway, I turned on the first episode and I watched like four the first night. And then the next night I watched the rest of them. It was, I I literally watched in two days. Like they're like hour long episodes too, huh? Yeah. It was a hardcore binge watch, but it was really good. That, yeah, I need to watch it. I, I, I don't know why I haven't. At first, I was just like, why is everyone? I was annoyed a little bit by how much I was hearing about it. You know, it was just like beating. I can can be that way for sure. (laughs) Um, That was definitely part of it. I was like, shut up, everybody. I don't care. But then I'm too good for this. I I don't think that was my (laughs) thought per se. But but I don't know when sometimes when the internet doesn't shut up about something, it makes me not want to watch it, you know, but then I was the same way with Ted Lasso for a very long time. I was yeah. like, um, but then a lot of pe- everyone I talked to who watched it said it was great. So yeah. I was like, okay, enough it's people have told me this is actually good. So definitely worth the watch. I was actually rewatching Ted Lasso and he nice. Way really to mute for that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I honestly I looked, don't have much to say about that. I just wanted to test out the mute method. <laughs> I looked down for a second. And I was like, "What's going on with Jack's mic?" That I realized was we're getting good at podcasting. Yeah, guys. Exactly. <laughs> we're, we're practicing. Um, but yeah, he liked the show, and then it was cool rewatching, knowing what, what you know, dude. Yeah, because with you know, I I don't want to say too much, but it was nice. Yeah, the second season of that show is so good. Dude, and the first season, but they have very oh, the different first tones. Too. The I, first which season, I like. Yeah. It's, do you it, think do you think season three will be also different in tone? Like each season kind of feels different. Maybe. I don't I don't we need to talk about this off. Yeah, it's hard to talk about like certain tone. things. Because I feel like even if I talk about Ted Lasso somewhat of a spoiler. spoiler. Yeah, yeah, it is tough. I told I told uh I told that um i (laughs) I got the second half but that was still 
not bad. <laughs> well, lots of names end in Lee, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it could just be someone named Lee for all. Or Nelly, Nelly. Yeah, true. You know, yeah, you know, he and I have become tight recently. Yeah, <laughs> Grammy-winning recording artist Nelly and I were talking about Ted Lasso. Do you see? There's a Nelly meal at Burger King. Really? Why are they doing all this? It started with the Travis Scott meal. I think I think that the Travis Scott meal just started it, and then all the other fast food chains were like, "We got to do it." And Burger King was like, "Who can we get?" They were like, "Nelly, Nelly." That's so, <laughs> you think they would get someone who's more modern? Yeah, but also like the Burger King, you know, like yeah, it's second rate and everything. Yeah, it's like Nelly's the perfect celebrity endorsement of what kind of brand Burger King is. No one cares. <laughs> you know like, what? Travis Scott has a hard seltzer. I've had it many times. It's really good. I remember not liking it. I took a sip and I was like, this is bad. But I've had two in my fridge for the longest time. And I should I drink one live on air? Jack tries seltzers. Jack tries a Travis Scott seltzer. I'm down for you to do that. I don't have one in my fridge or I would join you. All right. I'll I'll drink one. I'm gonna pause the recording real quick and grab it. Okay. Okay, I obtained the seltzer. It's the, called cacti. This yeah, is it, right? What flavor? Uh, agave or no strawberry, but it says agave spiked seltzer. It's seven percent. That's pretty strong. Yeah, it is a little stronger. I'm All a right. big fan of it. I think it's good. Maybe my mind was poisoned by people telling me it was bad, and I just didn't. By the hmm. Ben Jesuit. It's <laughs> honestly it's possible it All smells right. it smells a little syrupy jack has cracked the seltzer it's to the lips he tasted it and drum roll please mm. wait let me, let me hold on it, he, it's like the one bite rule or the one <laughs> the one bite review you know mm-hmm. i've started <laughs> one bite everyone knows the rules i just chug the whole thing <laughs> I've started I've started when I go get pizza in New York now, I look up what Dave Portnoy has rated it on his one bite review to either yep. to like disagree or agree with, depending on what he gave it. Um what? I, I went to this one the other day that's kind of become like my favorite pizza spot in town. I've gone to it twice in the last like week or so. It's called East Village Pizza. He gave it an eight, and I told Kelly that I thought he underrated it. Have you had any other ones that he gave higher ratings? I haven't looked. Uh, I only start. I only thought to do that last week. Um, but now, when I go to pizza places, I am going to start looking when, to see. When I'm there, do you want to find one of the highest reviewed ones in the I city? I know. I know the highest reviewed one in the city. It's or one of them. The, he gave this one place called Lucali, uh nine point four, and it's regarded as one of the best pizzas in America. You should From go there. What I hear, I I want to very badly. I'd be down to. It's supposed Dude, to be really. Have good. a couple slices of Za the boys in town together. Pizza boys. <laughs> Can, oh, oh. <laughs> Can you imagine? That'd be crazy. <laughs> That'd Crack be open wild. a couple of these bad boys. What did you think of the Celsius? It's okay. It's kind of. It tastes a little syrupy to me. Yeah, like, but it's Travis Scott. Oh, like scissor. Yeah, sip it, and <laughs> sip it, and think of Astro World. Try it again. Try it again. Now close your eyes. Close your eyes. Okay. Picture Astro World. Travis Scott, Astro World theme park. Children on an album cover. Kendall Jenner. 
Yeah, it's a little bit. better. <laughs> it's like, that's the Definitely best helps. thing I've ever tried. <laughs> and then he stands up, and then the song from Charlie and the Chalk, Come With Me. <laughs> Travis Jack's Scott is dressed like a new <laughs> Speaking of the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, you see those pictures of Timothy, Timothy Chalamet, Chalamet as a young Dude. Willy Wonka? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think that's so stupid. Yeah, I... <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that's a movie that needed to be remade. I I like there, I don't think there doesn't I need to be it's a movie that <laughs> there's, there's we've seen enough of that world. You I, know what I mean? I don't I don't think I think part of the point of Wonka was to be like, where'd this guy come from? Yeah, don't exactly. Know. It's, it's kind of like Joker where I mean that movie, like when I heard that movie was coming out, I definitely was a bit hesitant because like the joker part of the like allure of the joker is like you don't know his origin story yeah. and that's kind of the point and i feel like wonka is the same way i would and, be kind of and down. i feel just as strongly about wonka as yeah. the joker <laughs> i don't I, I, <laughs> I would be kind of down for like a psychological thriller origin story of the oompa loompas just them <laughs> like murdering people and like or some guy like making them I was doing I was doing a bit um, with people who I'm not shouting out. Um, <laughs> nice. Wait, do it. Mute yourself, then say their names. I have no idea what you said, but that was a good job. You're muted still. Oh, I see. I see. I think I got. I think I understand though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sick. <laughs> yeah. I I muted myself for too long. <laughs> yeah, he did. This he, is gonna ruin the pod long term. Us muting himself during shout-outs. The whole thing. We just get too too stingy with our shout-outs, and eventually the whole pod is just us <laughs> muted <laughs> talking. Like Jack just was looking at me. He's like, "Dude, I can't hear you." And <laughs> I just went back to talking and forgot to unmute myself. But we were doing this bit where we were talking about that movie. Where we were talking about how the beginning of the movie, he's going to be like a baby in like Auschwitz or something. It's going to be like Auschwitz <laughs> 1942. <laughs> <laughs> he is the boy in the striped pajamas. And yeah, and it's just going to be him. His mom's going to be taken away from him in a concentration camp. He's going to be like a little kid. And then it's going to cut to like 15 years later. And then it's going to be him walking around the street. He hates candy. Everybody hates him. And then one day he's like, people throw tomatoes and shit at him in the streets. He's loathed by the community. <laughs> and then one day someone doesn't have a tomato to throw. So they throw a piece of candy at him. He's And it hits him in the mouth. He's like, what's this? <laughs> what's this sweet, sweet chocolate? <laughs> and, then, and then he becomes like, a hero to refugees, i.e. the Oompa Loompas. He like <laughs> he, he sets up sanctuary <laughs> in the middle of Berlin in the 1950s and puts up all these refugees <laughs> in an island country. <laughs> you know that's what they're going to do? Because, I mean, they're slaves, right? So it's like they're going to have to pivot that story somewhere to make it be like oh no it's not bad that he had these people live in a warehouse workshop he saved them <laughs> he saved these little orange people i like that you need to we need to stop right now and you need to just pitch that to someone the before this gets out to the world wonka reboot <laughs> <laughs> we might have to, to bleep this whole thing out honestly picture wonka but shit. gritty as hell <laughs> that's what i want to see that's the wonka <laughs> sure. movie 
I, I think every origin movie should be super gritty. You know? I feel like he could live. He has time to live a double life, too. He could be like a, a hitman or something. Yeah, I feel like I feel like he's not going to be a good person. And then he's going to taste candy and then become a good person. Or he's going to be a Holocaust survivor. And candy's going to remind him of the joys of the world. It could go either way, honestly. I'd say those are both equally probable. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, apparently, that is also how X-Men 2 starts. Essentially, um, is like... Someone gets hit in the face Magne- with the candy bar. <laughs> no, the, the the Auschwitz stuff. Apparently, Magneto. I feel like I remember X-Men that too. vaguely. I, yeah, he like I guess is in a is like a test subject by Nazis in a concentration camp, and that's how he gets his powers. How'd they test? They just threw magnets at him. Or? Well, they did weird experimental shit. Yeah, people, no, they you did. know. And the I guess I guess in too. in the X Men movies, that's how mutants were formed. Nazi experiments or something. I don't know. Hmm. But we it, should we should that's, pitch that's more. That's an idea. We should pitch more gritty reboots to Hollywood. Like, wh- who's someone we could create an origin movie for? Winnie the Pooh. All right, um, Winnie the Pooh. Okay, uh, <laughs> Winnie the Pooh's a little tough. No human. Who's a human? Human. Human character. Christopher Robin. Christopher Robin. Okay. Okay. Christopher Robin. So. Exterior psychiatric ward. Nighttime. This is exactly where I was going to go with it. Honestly, <laughs> the exact same direction. <laughs> Night falls as rain pours down. We follow a doctor into a psychiatric ward where a straight-jacketed little boy is screaming about bears and piglets and and donkeys and everyone's like these animals can't coexist when do you ever see a tiger bounce on his tail next to a pig and they're like no but the honey and then we get to go inside the mind of christopher robin and then we realize that these are just machinations of his schizophrenia yeah and then as we- it's panning in you hear the the wonderful thing about tigger <laughs> but in like a really like it's like slow, slow. Yeah. <laughs> he's the only one and he's just rocking back and forth can't get it out of his mind his parents are seen crying they're like we can't we, there's nothing we could do for our boy there's <laughs> <laughs> another one mm. you give me one this time Okay, um, character, human, hmm. Why am I? Um, You're looking at movie posters on your wall? I'm trying to see if I have something <laughs> for inspiration. That's um, cheating. Okay, okay, fine, okay. Um, fine. Uh, Iron Man's dad. Iron Man's dad? Tony Stark Sr., I believe his name is. So he was also a weapons manufacturer, right? Yes. So I think his origin story, hes it's like World War II, probably. Mm-hmm. Vietnam War. No, it's Vietnam War, right? Oh, I like and Vietnam better. Yeah, yeah. So he's, he's originally an anti-Vietnam guy, like Chicago 7, that kind of thing. Like very big protester, um, very involved with the activism um, against Vietnam. But yeah. he's slightly above the age that generally gets you recruited into the draft, right? Can I he, throw you? Can I throw you a tag sure. for this? 
he's born into wealth, so he was able to avoid the draft. Like he's from a very well. No, 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 because I'm going a different direction with. Oh, I see. Okay, go. Well, okay, no. So I'll take that. Yeah, he's born into wealth. He's able to avoid the draft, but his best friend growing up gets drafted. Oh, Um, I like this. He's gone for a couple years, and then word comes back that his friend passed away, and they find out it was all these sadistic things done to him by the Viet Cong. <laughs> and he develops just this passionate hatred against all people of Vietnam, um, which, you know, not necessarily warranted, but you can kind of understand where he's coming from. So yeah. he decides to dedicate his life to manufacturing weapons to exterminate the Vietnamese people. Um, and as he's going through that and creating them, he kind of has a come to Jesus movement moment. He's like, Oh, what am I doing? He just had a kid, his kids growing up and he sees the joy in his eyes. And he's like, I couldn't take this away from these innocent Vietnamese people, but he decided just to, you know, create weapons for the U S military industrial complex instead. As a Um, mourning of his childhood friend who died at the hand of the Viet Cong. Yeah. I like that. I'm into that. I I'm with you there. Um, those those were both pretty good. I'd watch both those movies. <laughs> you want to do another one? Uh, yeah. Do you want to give me one? I'll give you one more. Okay. Let me think. I need. I'm gonna go a a bit of a different direction with this one. Uh huh. Jimmy Neutron. All right. This is an interesting one. Okay. So um, so Jimmy Neutron and his um. Hot, sweet piece of ass mom, right? <laughs> oh, not wrong with that, baby. <laughs> she thick. <laughs> yeah. The animation is a little sus, but man, if we smoothed out those edges a little bit. So, so, uh, so we start out with like a baby Jimmy Neutron. Um, they take him to the doctor because he's been crying a lot. And he seems like he's in a lot of pain, right? Like, so they take him to the doctor and they do CAT scans. And what they find is the tumor is size of a grapefruit on his brain. <laughs> and it's in a part of the part of the brain where the thinking occurs <laughs> and your yeah. like comprehension of information. So, so they're actually, but they caught it early enough. They're like, this is a rather large tumor for a rather small baby. <laughs> but we caught this early enough where we can get rid of that tumor. And Jimmy's hot mom and goofy ass dad were like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> They were like, our boy is saved. <laughs> so so they go in the operation, right? And they they remove the tumor, successful. But before they seal him up, they accidentally poke his brain with like the like this the knife that they're they cut his head open with. They actually poke it, little little tap. And what happens when you poke this part of the brain in the Jimmy Neutron universe, it's like it's like it swells up. It swelled. Just that one part of the brain, it swelled up. They're like, what's going on? It's not a tumor. <laughs> oh my God. No. But he was fine. You know, they were like, whatever. We'll just, we'll just put some uh, polymer fiber exoskeleton over that part. Cause his yeah, hole's not going to fit anymore, you know? Yeah. And that's why his head's so big. And then there were like, there was an accident in the surgery, but he'll live. He's fine. And what happened was because his brain swelled up so much, he was able to comprehend everything and develop the superpower of brain blast where he can literally go inside his brain and see himself think and that's how jimmy neutron became a boy genius wow that honestly could just be his origin story (laughs) (laughs) 
either he gets poked or he gets a like some sort of like medicine gets dropped on it out of like a dropper. I couldn't decide between the two. I went with poked. Kind of wish I went with like some sort of like experimental medicine. I mean, we can iterate. That's what, the first copy. What if? What if instead of like a normal doctor, they went to like some weird experimental holistic <laughs> like a, doctor a because it guy. was. It was yeah. It was like too <laughs> put some too risky the- of an operation for Western medicine. Yeah, but they found some place in the East that would open up his brain and just put herbs. <laughs> yeah, on the just tumor, cut it open, put a couple <laughs> drops of eucalyptus oil directly on the brain <laughs> to the dome, dude. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I like that, man. I think we could. Um, can pitch gritty origin stories. Why isn't anyone? I got that? one more for you. Okay, hold on. Or yeah, go ahead. Um. Uh, Marcellus Wallace, Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Oh man, Marcellus Wallace is the boss that is yeah. married to Uma Thurman. Jeez, I feel like I haven't seen Pulp Fiction in long enough to, and too long to do this one. Okay, to be honest. okay, I got one for I'm you. Gonna, I got, plus, I that's got, like not. I feel like we you have to do like wholesome characters. You know what okay. I mean? Okay. All Just right. Kind of, yeah. yeah, I got you. Cosmo and Wanda, fairly odd parents. Okay. All right. Let me think. So pan in to fairy world. <laughs> it's it's very different than the fairy world that you've typically seen. It's right. Of course. It's kind of what you would imagine of like late stage communism going in the wrong direction like everyone's wearing the exact same clothes fighting for bread yeah there's no sense of individualism um everyone has dark hair it's kind of like um remember that that guy who like ben stein voiced in fairly odd parents he was like the really boring fairy oh yeah so it's like almost like if he got in charge but more a little worse than that almost um, yeah. and so everyone's going around, but they all just sort of look the same. And then it pans out and you see in like just a line of people walking to get their daily serving of, of bread. And if they're lucky, toilet a little paper. bit of chicken noodle soup, <laughs> toilet papers, out, dude, there's not a chance for toilet, toilet paper. papers off the menu. <laughs> yeah. And you see Cosmo and Wanda, they're yellow and, or sorry, green and pink hair just there we from go. the distance. And then it pans in. And they're like, if only we can make things better. What can we do to to help this? And then they start gaining their magical power. And they're like, what if we got our human to make a wish to change things for us? And then it goes in. And then the whole show is them manipulating Jimmy to try and get him to wish for a better life for them. Oh, cool. So so it's almost rather than like... Timmy. Timmy, yeah. So it's yeah. almost rather than like fairies... They're like gypsies, like magical gypsies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or like, like, yeah, they're They're like like, conning him. Yeah. They like have been ostracized from like mainstream society from, for some sort of prejudice and weasel their way back in through children and grandchildren. Yeah. But they're also trying to get him to change the society. Like, cause they have magical powers, but they're not allowed to do what they want with the magical power. Someone else has to wish for it. But all the other fairies are like, don't have a reason to do that because they they're kind of brainwashed to accept the the society they have. There's a really interesting opportunity here to make this like capitalistic propaganda. If we wanted to, if it's like, yeah, yeah. Like they have to wish for free market. (laughs) They wish for the guy that makes obey. (laughs) 
<laughs> the brand. <laughs> yeah, that actually could be like a twisted origin story for capitalism too. Like, Anne, that's Anne Rand's origin story also. I started thinking of some good ones. I don't think we should keep doing this, but this is a very fun game that I could keep <laughs> <Yeah>. doing. <laughs> this could be like um, a board game. It would there. There's this really great board game that we used to play a lot in my apartment at the beginning of lockdown. That was called Schmovie. That was like a movie based <laughs> board game that invented involved a lot of like creating movie titles and based on fictional titles, you had to like create the plot of the movie and stuff. And part of our like like amendment to the game was that you had to create like an elevator pitch for the movies and stuff. Oh, and it was like good. a very similar kind of thing. So it was it was very fun, but um, like characters, like kind of get an origin story, but you, where you could really get into the weeds of it, like Professor Snape or like yeah. the teacher from the Fairly Odd Parents, like characters like that who are kind of like twisted and dark, misunderstood. I guess yeah. would be like the you Joker. Could, he's just a misunderstood guy. You yeah, know what I mean? Do anything that bad? Yeah, the <laughs> society. It wasn't him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when that movie first came out, um, had told me about how you were upset with the movie because, or you weren't upset with the movie, sorry, you were upset with how people were saying that they should cancel the movie because it was like mm-hmm. fueling the incel thing or whatever, which was ridiculous, you know? Yeah, um, I thought that was annoying. But but I remember <laughs> Kelly told me about that and then, fuck, I said his name. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> um, but yeah, he told me about that. And then you and I were talking on the phone later and we were talking about the Joker. I was asking if you were going to go see it. And I was like, man, I, I just don't know if they should release it. Like, I'm a little worried about the violence it's going to cause. And I and freaked stuff. out. And yeah. then you were like, are you serious? You got so, <laughs> so serious. I don't know. That like, that shit made me so mad. I mean, yeah. like, I, I, I mean, the movie kind of is like a rallying cry for like incels a little bit, you know, like, but it, it's not like. Like, I, I see why people are like, oh, incels adopted this movie, kind of. You know, I, I, I one of my favorite insults is to tell people is you saw the Joker and you and you were like, oh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, yeah, that whole thing where they were like, this movie's too dangerous to be released and stuff that rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, we should make a movie that's actually too dangerous to be released. <laughs> we, yeah, it's called The Joker 2 this time. <laughs> yeah. The Joker 2 incel edition, incel cut. Yeah, the incel cut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's how we would market it. This movie is too dangerous to be released. <laughs> it sounds like an acronym, incels. Intelligent, nice, cool extroverts <laughs> i don't know lizard people, <laughs> lizard people. <laughs> that's the final thing but it'll be a good time to re- we could release that movie on the blockchain so we can't get canceled that's true that's one thing i really like about the blockchain is you're you can't be canceled on the blockchain no chance as far as i know at least nobody's <laughs> done it yet because no one's been on the blockchain like we plan to be yeah We're going to be massively on the blockchain. Yeah, our whole platform (laughs) needs to be on the blockchain. We can make board games on the blockchain. We can make anything on the blockchain. We can make the Joker on the blockchain. The Crypto Clown. (laughs) Incel Edition. (laughs) What is uh, the Joker is the Clown Prince of Crime? Our Joker is the Clown Prince of Crypto? (laughs) 
<laughs> that's the origin story. That's the real origin story. Walking Phoenix's Joker walked, so our Joker could get in early on Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> Man, dude. Speaking of um, crypto, kind of. But did you see Elon Musk is now worth more than the company Exxon? No, <laughs> his net worth is as of I think it was today is like two hundred ninety billion dollars. He's worth more than Exxon Mobil. The freaking that's cool that that trickles down and helps everybody. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's worth more than the company that had that massive oil spill and just. I thought it was wrecked. BP that had the oil spill. Exxon had one before that. I, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> they were the OGs of the oil spill. <laughs> OG oil spill. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. That's what the origin story. We make we make an, a movie about the C-suite executives at Exxon and paint them as good guys during the oil spill. <laughs> yeah. like, that'd then, be cool. Then they, it creates like the oil creates creatures from dolphins and they start to come more and more humanoid and Elon Musk like crawls out of the sludge <laughs> and he's like, I'm taking y'all down. He just walks I'm out gonna, and says Tesla. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's the end of, of the movie. Yeah, that's part one. End part one. That's how we introduce mutants into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It starts with an oil spill. <laughs> what if we made just a like a actual kind of <laughs> documentary movie about the oil spill it's like very detailed thought provoking <laughs> and at the end it just has this like cinematic shot of the oil spill and then people just like crawling out of the oil <laughs> and then and then it, the credits roll and then after the credits there's a post credit scene where they meet iron man and, <laughs> and then it says the the x-men will return <laughs> It was a Marvel movie the whole time. We just make a documentary about oil spill. <laughs> That's actually an untapped market. Documentaries, <laughs> like, yeah. Surprise Marvel movies. Fiction. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we should pitch that to Marvel. What if we made a movie and then it turns out it was a Marvel movie the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Marvel could win some points from the activism space, you know? Like yeah. people, Greta Thunberg would be like, this is my favorite Marvel Cause, movie. Because <laughs> they, they're like, we're, we're, we're calling out real life issues, but we're also introducing more characters into our cinematic universe. Everybody wins. We learn more about <laughs> yeah, everybody wins. <laughs> we learn now. You more just about... need to give us ten billion dollars to fund this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we learn more about like, like Trash Island and that kind of stuff. Yeah. But then we also get to meet Mister Fantastic. Yeah, the, the Trash time. Monster. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> that would be cool. I've got to say, I'm. Not even halfway done with this. I don't know if I'm going to finish it. The Travis Scott Seltzer. The podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm halfway done. I don't think I can go on anymore. Bo <laughs> <laughs> just does the whole thing by himself. What we should... What, what do you think like a solo podcast would be like? I've thought about it. And I remember someone talking about Theo Vaughn's podcast and apparently he's literally just like in a room by himself with his computer opening a microphone. And he just talks for an entire hour. I don't know if I could do that. I don't think I could. I could probably do like 10 minutes, but I don't think it would be listenable. Yeah, it'd be a lot of me just pitching fake movies. I, yeah, I think you would have to. There would be a lot more planning involved because right now we just bounce off of each other's ideas, you know, and it's a lot easier. But just 
I can't bounce off my own ideas as effectively. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why you might we, be able to. Yeah, not, no, I don't think I could do an hour for sure. We should um, raise this up to the community. We did some like kind of weird experimental fake movie pitches and stuff. What kind of what kind of weird shit that we shouldn't do? Would you guys like to hear us do in future episodes for forty minutes? Uh, yeah, yeah. Let us know. <laughs> I don't know how that that movie pitch thing is going to go over, but I think it, I you know it was fun. I, I had fun. That's I, all that matters. I, I love doing stuff like that. I could do, <laughs> yeah. I could have done that the whole hour easy. You know? <laughs> But I'd be curious um, if you guys have any ideas for stuff you want to hear us do that may or may not work. We're yeah, very we, much in the throw shit at the wall phase of the podcast. So, yeah, we were actually talking about and I think we forgot to do it. We did forget to do this. So last we were like, OK, we're not making a podcast this week. But you did. In, instead, you wrote that memo, which was hilarious. I, I, I love that was right. solid because we did one. We did one. um before we went on Spotify for just the few people who were listening to the pod at the time. Yeah, you should. I feel like if you, um, your job, maybe if they have someone who writes corporate memos, I feel like you could be pretty good at that job. I'd be very good at that job. Like the grammar the, would suck, but the tone like would be there. harassment allegations from the CEO. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked up like apologies. Like, and then like kind of took some of the phrasing from it. Yeah. Stuff, yeah. Just copy paste. Like corporate everything. apology like memos and then like just read some on Google images and like yeah. ripped some of the Dude, you could you've got a future in that, I think. <laughs> I could apologize corporate on apologies. behalf of yeah. executives all the time. <laughs> yeah. I can apologize for anything. <laughs> Try me. That's your pitch. <laughs> Try me. <laughs> give me something. <laughs> all right. All right. Here, have me have give me something I need to apologize on behalf on on somebody's behalf for. On like a like a CEO or something? And give me give me a person in power and give me a crime and I'll apologize. Okay, it's the CEO of a stamp manufacturer Mm -hmm. like for stamps for the the u.s government right yeah so to use for mail and someone went went around and just stopped like production of the stamps they were like okay we're not making stamps anymore and instead they put like a qr code on the stamps that linked to bing and then but the it linked to Bing with a search result. Of this is Google. getting a little complicated. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, man. I got nothing. All right. So stamp manufacturer. Stamp, yeah. Stamp um, manufacturer. What if it's stamps.com is apologizing okay. because <laughs> they can't, they had an outage and they had an outage due to her harassment allegations and they can't ship mail for the forthcoming days. Okay. I like it. Let's see what you got. Dear valued customer, they say the mail never stops, but today it did. We promised you rain, sleet, snow, sunshine. We would deliver your mail through the internet. And today we have failed you. (laughs) We know you pay us so you don't have to go to the post office or use those other big name shipment providers. And you deserve better. You deserve to have your loved ones receive Christmas packages, birthday packages, chocolate covered strawberries you name it we should be shipping it our lines are open our ears are open our hearts are open please provide us with any criticisms complaints or questions you may have 
We promise to get your mail up on the ground sooner rather than later. You're Mr. sincerely Mr. Stamps. Mr. Stamps? Mr. Stamps, I have a question. Uh, you, you, yes, you in the back. Yeah, my daughter had a Christmas present that was coming, and I'm really in a dicey phase because I got divorced with her mother, and I she hates my guts. And she had one thing that she asked for Christmas, and it, it didn't get delivered because of this. And now they filed a restraining order. Um, That's a great... Uh, rather than a question that's more of like a statement. Uh, I like to look at things as a glass half full type of guy. So there there are two ways you can look at this. One, your daughter's not going to get her Christmas present and you may never see her again. Or two, you taught your daughter the valuable lesson. One, that God is dead. Two, Santa doesn't exist. And three, life is full of disappointments. It's a matter of how you respond to said disappointments. So you're a good dad. I'm depressed. <laughs> I feel like that was good. I feel like that was... <laughs> yeah, it wasn't bad. <laughs> I mean, if I heard someone be that real, be like, tell your daughter Satan's not real. <laughs> tell your daughter God is dead. <laughs> and it's like, that wasn't even relevant. <laughs> it's just a response to every great question. One, God is dead. Is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right i think that's a good place to wrap it up it's as good a place as any yeah all right thanks guys peace talk sauce talk sauce Bo and jack are just a couple dudes recapping life talk sauce talk sauce talk sauce talk sauce Talk sauce. Talk sauce. Talk sauce.